Hi, it's September 26th. This is Creating and Expanding Consciousness in New England. I'm your host, Sephora Hildebrandt, here in Western Massachusetts, and my wonderful guest this evening is Julia Sotis Mattis, and she is a Talk to the Entities facilitator and a certified facilitator and lots of other access consciousness kinds of facilitator, and I met Julia at a class a few years ago, and I just really thought her story was awesome, and she was an awesome person, and her energy was just lovely, and I took a couple classes with her since then, and she's just great. So, Julia, welcome. Thank you, Zipporah. I'm so happy to be here, and I think the entities of Maine are happy I'm here, too. They're talking pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, so gosh. We have um some questions and we have I'm sure lots of questions that you all have about the spirit world and what is talk to the entities and anything else you have on your mind. Um uh, you can just jump right in and ask a question. Anybody? Yes, you can. Anyone, any questions? Because I can start with the ones we've, that were written in. <laughs> <laughs> no that sounds knows. great. Everybody's a little shy. So um, we got a request to talk about elementals. Um, there's some confusion about nature elementals and elementals from some recent access consciousness class or call that has something to do with mental space? Well, let's let's take that question a little bit later in the call. That's a really, really advanced okay. um, conversation. Let's maybe veer more towards really what our entities, because it's a little bit, it, they, they interact, but they're a little bit different. Um, but okay. once we kind of do more of an entity education, I'm happy to talk about the elementals. Okay, cool. Well, the Julia? other questions we got was receiving more from guides. You want to basically okay. talk about guides and entities? Sure, sure. Um, somebody just popped up with a question. I, I just want yeah. to kind of give a little bit of a background before I, okay. you know, of what the, the bigger entity picture is. But who was the person on the line? I just was going to ask if you would be kind enough to do a brief introduction, but it sounds like you're about to do that. Yeah, well, I, um, I've been facilitating access for about seven years, and it's really, really changed my life. Like, I, I didn't get in it necessarily to facilitate it. I got in it because I have always been looking for the greatest ways of doing things and the greatest ways of getting things created and done and just the greatest way that I could be in the world. I was like, like, I, once when I was little, my mom got so mad at me. Um, <laughs> I was like, mom, if everybody's not totally happy, like, why don't they just kill themselves? Like, I just didn't get the idea of a life. Like, why would you live a life without you know, being happy. It didn't make any sense to me. And um, and so I, I really got into access because I was looking at 
you know, what would it take for me to be as happy as I can be and make the world a better place? And so um, Talk to the Entities is really a, uh, a sub a subgroup of access consciousness or a, you know, it's a, a branch on the big tree that is access consciousness. And uh, it's a hefty, hefty, hefty branch. Um, and it's really, really changed my life and helped me so much with my mental health. Um, so I'm, I'm just so excited to talk about it. I've been joking lately and saying I'm become an entity evangelist because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's just, awesome. It is like when you actually um, get really clear on these tools and and start to talk to entities with the with the um, clarity and precision that is available everything in your life changes, money flows, body issues. Um, and, and there's a whole, whole um, series on entities and mental disorders. Um, so, you know, those racing thoughts, all of those things are, are most of the time are entities that are, are trying to get through to you and, and you know, their depression and frustration with not being able to get through, you know, you um, pick up and take on as, as your depression or your anxiety. You know, there's a lot of anxious entities. And entities are really just beings that don't have bodies. Um, there's all kinds of entities. I mean, actually, that's not even true. Uh, entities are also people with bodies. I'm an entity. You're an entity, Zipporah. We're all entities, too. But, you know, what the, the bulk of what we talk about in a Talk to the Entities class is becoming really, really clear um, about what it means to talk to entities and um, all the different ways you can do that. This question might be too basic for other participants, but I'm really new to Access Consciousness. And one question that comes to mind, I don't know if it's relevant or not, is how the clearing statement relates to entities. I mean, I've found yeah. remarkable results from the clearing statement, but I'm not yeah. sure I really understand it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the point of the clearing statement is to bypass your logical mind because, like, every single thing that doesn't work in your life is a result of your illogical mind. And so so if the clearing state the clearing statement is purposely not logical, it's illogical so that it can create a result in your illogical world. All the limitations that you I mean like because a person can say, you know, I'd like to have a million dollars. So logically, they should get a million dollars. Um, but they have so much unconsciousness and these all these illogical um, things that they're doing to stop themselves. So the clearing statement is illogical because it's designed to get rid of the all the limitations in the illogical mind. Um, so you know, and Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, says, you know, um, your mind is a dangerous thing. Waste it. Because our mind is is so, so heavy. It takes up most of our time and and it doesn't ever get us anywhere. And it doesn't have the ability 
to change the illogical. Only the clearing statement and the tools of access are the only things that I've found that work this effectively to change those deep-seated things that we don't know cognitively that we have going on. Does that make sense? And then um, how does it relate to entities? I mean, it doesn't necessarily. I mean, you can use clearing statements when you're talking to entities. Um, You can, if you're talking to an entity and they're actually coming to you for access facilitation, um, number one, ask them to bring you money in whatever form they know how. <laughs> and and don't, do, don't facilitate for free, uh, even, even entities. And number two, you, know, you, can, you can treat them just like you would a person who came into your practice with a body. You know? um, and, and you don't even need certification for people without bodies. You only need certification for people with bodies. Mm. And they'll pay you just the same if you ask it. <laughs> Great. So does that does that help with your question? It does, and I'm trying to think of another question comes to mind, which is you said that, and I agree from my life, my limited life experience, I agree that my mind is not my best friend, but when you've been with Access for a while, do you find a way that you can have periods of time during your day when you're not living through the mind? Yeah. A clarity and it becomes comes. easier and easier. It becomes easier? Okay. And are there recommendations that you, I mean, it might take another whole two or three hours, but are there briefly recommendations that you can make to help a beginner such as myself to become less attached to the mind? Um, well, one of the tools you can use is clearing entities. (laughs) How convenient. (laughs) (laughs) Because a lot of the thoughts that are going through your head aren't your thoughts. They're your awareness of entities' thoughts. Okay. Okay. And I'm not going to go into really how to clear entities and all that stuff. That's something that's more for a talk to the entities beginner's class. Um, it's, a, it's, it's too much information for a radio show. Um, but, but, but basically, you know, working with them and talking to the beings around you, I mean, I mean, that's not that complicated. I can say that quickly in a radio show. You know, just you want to communicate with who is around you. And that will make those thoughts back off because then they get their peace, they've been communicated with, they've not been ignored, and your mind gets quieter. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Cool. Um, And then the other thing about talking to the entities is really, you know, because for me, talking to the entities is about the, the... the health of your whole life. There, there are three, for every one of us, a person with a body, there's like over 7 billion of us on the planet. For every person with a body, there are three beings who don't have bodies. So, so there's one of you and then there's three more people out there who don't have bodies. So the mass of entities on this planet is huge. 
And there's almost nobody out there who can clearly and effectively communicate with these beings. Almost no one. I mean, there's some mediums, there's some psychics, but the thing about, you know, the thing about these, the tools of talk to the entities is that they allow you to communicate with entities in a way that's easier on them. Because if you have the point, and I'll explain what that means. So like, if, if you, let's say you're religious, okay? Just say, you're religious and you, you know, you only believe in, you know, you believe in angels. So, so an entity will have to turn itself into an angel in order to be acknowledged by you. So it's a lot of work for an entity, and the entity isn't being fully acknowledged for who it is. It has to change itself to show itself to you. Now, the thing about what you learn and talk to the entities is you don't have a point of view about the entities. You know, we do a lot of clearing our points of view and our fear of entities um, because really when you can clearly and effectively communicate with entities, it's an extreme power. And most people aren't willing to have that level of power. And and I see people all the time who start doing, talking to the entities and then they stop because they're getting stronger and stronger and their life is getting easier and they don't want to have that. Like it's, it's, it's too much too quick. So most people put the brakes on. But the level of power that I have, have um, the level of power that I am as a being since I've been talking to entities is, is so much greater than anything I was willing to know about myself before. And we all have extreme, immense, immense power. But it's about how much we're willing to know and how much we're willing to have and utilize. And so so when you're talking to an entity and you don't have a point of view and you're just totally there for them, it's like that makes the world so much lighter and brighter because you're you're going through you're filtering through all of the the judgments all of the um, fairy tales all of the ghost stories all of the ideas that we have about what entities are like and you're actually just looking at them for the people that they are or the beings that they are because they're just people, like there's not or, or beings. There's nothing. There's no entity that is different than a person that you would see on the planet. There's there's nice ones. There's mean ones. There's limited ones. There's ones who are gacked out on drugs. There's and that's a whole other subject is entities and drugs because a lot of people die while on drugs, um, especially morphine. You know, a lot of those hospital drugs. I'm not necessarily even just talking about like cocaine and things like that. I'm talking about hospital drugs. That's a whole subtopic. But basically, when an entity, um, when an entity uh, dies, they don't go anywhere necessarily. They're just the same person that they were. They have just lost their sense of time and their sense of what it's like to have a body. But everything else stays the same unless they're empowered to move forward and go find a new body and a new life. But most aren't. And that's why they're all knocking on your door. If you have any ability at all to hear them, they're going to knock on your door. And what could be your greatest gift becomes your greatest curse. 
because ignoring them leads to way, way, way stronger mental illness. Does that make sense, guys? I don't really understand the connection with mental illness, but I'm open to trying to learn it. Yeah. Well, the connection is basically... It's mental illness. Um, Okay, I'll tell you guys a story. So I married a guy, um, my husband, Anthony. Um, We've been together for three years. And he's also a Talk to the Entities facilitator. He's an amazing, amazing Talk to the Entities facilitator. And he actually inspired me to become a Talk to the Entities facilitator. Um, But that aside, um, so, so yeah, so his name's Anthony. So... Seven years ago, his wife um, actually committed suicide, and they had three children at the time. And my youngest, Aria, uh, their daughter was two and a half, and the boys were eight and ten. So she had a super young family, and she took her life. And, um, I mean, my husband was, like, just, like, left on his knees, like, like, what do I do? Like, and, um, and that's actually when he found access and talked to the entities. But what his late wife had going on was um, she had a, she, she was totally, totally, um, had an, a major, major strength with talking to entities, but she didn't know how to access that strength or work with it, um, and she really was taken over by demons, and that led her, you know, and that's really what led her to kill herself. And and she said to him, I mean, in her in the last months of her life, she was totally catatonic. She didn't sleep for months and months and months. She was on every kind of prescription drug, antidepressant, every kind of drug you could ever imagine. They tried for for years and years and years every type of medical procedure and nothing worked. And she said to my husband, you know, I, I feel like there's a demon inside of me and I'm the demon. And, and that caused her to, to take her life. And, and so um, if she would have had these tools you know, we talk about how to deal with demons. We talk about how to deal with entities. We talk about how to how to deal with all these things and work with these things, and 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 it doesn't turn into mental illness. But so much of of what is mental illness, it, Shannon the, O'Hara, who's the founder of Talk to the Entities and is also Gary Douglas's daughter, she says that all mental illness is actually an entity awareness syndrome. So it's, it's, it's entity awareness in a person who doesn't have the tools to handle it. And so these tools are such an amazing cure for mental illness and for myself as well. I mean, I, um, when I came to Access, I had oh gosh, I was just so depressed and like I was young. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm 26 years old now. I was 19 when I started Access and when I became a facilitator. And I, um, I, 
like as a young girl, I I couldn't move from one side of the bed to the other. Like I it it was so painful. I was so exhausted all the time. All I could do was cry. Um and I was just so frustrated. But then if you knew me like out and about, you'd think I was the happiest, loveliest person you you know, on the street. But it's like I would go through these periods where I was just so depressed. And, you know, when I got the tools of talk to the entities, it changed immediately because I just started talking to the to the beings that were around me and I would instantly snap out of it as though nothing had ever happened. And and I mean, I, I cleared it completely. I was ready to go on 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 drugs and antidepressants. I talked to my family about it like. I think I'm going to need to go on drugs. And right around that time, it's like I was able to actually use the entity tools and it was, it was eliminated completely. So that's, for me, that's the connection. So I have a question about that too. Sure. Eli. And um, when, you, when you were first doing that, did you have a clear awareness of who and what these entities were or was it just that you were talking in general or how, how does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. I love how much audience participation this is. you got a great show here, Sabora. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for asking all these great. questions, guys. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Um, well, basically, a little bit of both is the answer. Um. Mm-hmm. I, I, at first, it was really hard, and I didn't really know what was going on. And it's really easy to think that you're crazy, you know, like, am I really talking to this person? But then it's like when you get the results, you're like, I don't even care if I really was or not or if I'm crazy, but I feel great, <laughs> and I wanted to kill myself 10 minutes ago, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what that. I mean? Yeah. So I um I um I I now, you know, can can talk really clearly and I know exactly who's there and I often ask for names and things like that. Um but that's, you know, that's a muscle that I've built and and you know, part of the greatness of talking to entities, one of the, like the side effects, if you will, the benefits that is just sort of a byproduct is the trust that you start to have with yourself. Like you really start to get to know yourself better and you really start to trust yourself because you can't talk about this to anybody. Most people are just not willing to hear this information. And I don't talk about it unless somebody asks me a question. You know, I'm not like, you know, at like my kid's school talking to their teachers about or yeah. things like that like it's it's yeah. definitely only if people come to me and are looking for this information will I give it but but like I I you know talk to the entities um in all kinds of different ways and that's really the value of you know the beginner's class is you learn many many different techniques like the downloading exercise you know, which is clearing massive amounts of entities at the same time. You, you know, you learn how to communicate. You get the flow chart where you learn exactly what types of questions to ask, and it's a flow chart. So, like, if they say yes, then ask this next. And so it's, like, this really, really clear way of communicating. Um, and, and, you know, you just – 
talk to them. Like, you know, even if you don't have all the fancy tools, um, you just talk to them. You just say, hey, you know, who are you? But you have to trust what you hear. You can't think, oh, I'm crazy. You have to go, you know, if the word Bob comes into your head, then, well, their name's Bob or they're trying to talk to you about somebody named Bob. It's just like having a conversation with somebody in front of you. You just have to hear, you just have to trust what you're hearing. And I hear really wacky, wacky stuff sometimes, but it always seems to bring lightness or something will validate it or whatever. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, that's a good question. What's your name? Eli. Eli, that's my stepson's name. Awesome. Oh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, cool. So, does anybody else have questions or Zipporah? I have Julia. A oh, we have two questions. I'll take the quieter background voice first because they asked first. Hello? Go ahead. I- yeah, I'll yep. let the other person go first. I think you said you wanted the other person to go first. No, it was you. It was you. It go was first. Me. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is Mahi. Um, I don't really know how to ask this question, but I'm going to ask it. Um, my father left his body a year and a half ago. I still have the remains of his ashes. The body was cremated. Um I don't imagine that the physical remains have something to do with an entity, but I finally, after a long time of struggling with a lot of grief, I just said, well, I'm going to have a relationship with my father. He's not in his body, but, I mean, is this an example of something that could be an entity, somebody that you knew and loved and lived with your entire life? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I'm talking about entities, I'm talking about your deceased loved ones. I'm talking about your teammates who are beings who live around you. It it would be somewhat like what we call spirit guides, but we don't call them spirit guides and talk to the entities because that's a really loaded phrase. That's not exactly how we look at teammates. Um, You know, you have your... um, you have, I mean, so many earth spirits and nature spirits. You have a lot of aboriginals who guard the land. You know, if you're feeling really uncomfortable in your house, you can ask, okay, so is there, I mean, one of the questions I'll ask is, like, is there an aboriginal here who whose land this was and my house is plopped on their house, like their land, like maybe this is where their teepee was or like, you know, so you have to, I mean, or so, I mean, when I talk about entities, I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about de- demons are entities. Um, I'm talking about, um, you know, all these different things. There's fairies, gnomes, uh, sprites, divas, you know, like dragons. Like there's all kinds of entities and and their energies are so present in our lives, but we were taught our whole lives that that's a fairy tale, that's a story, that's not real, that's you're crazy, you know, there isn't a monster, you know, the you know, there isn't a monster under your bed. You don't have an invisible friend. Like you were just sort of beaten out of what is your basic nature. 
Yeah. And in access, we, you know, we say, what's true will make you feel lighter and a lie will make you feel heavier. And so, you know, when you're working with entities and stuff or even with everything I'm, I'm teaching you guys tonight or, you know, in any access class or anything in life, you know, you've got to look at, okay, does this make me feel light? Is this true for me? You know, and if it doesn't make you feel light, it's a lie for you. And if it does make you feel light and you get all excited and it stirs something from, with, from within you, then that's something that's true for you. So that's a way that you can really learn to trust you. Because access is not about trusting access. Access is about trusting you. So, so you always want to look at, at what actually is true for you and what your reality with entities really is. And if it makes you feel lighter at all, then it's true. So it's, it's, um, it's pretty simple um, if, you, you know, if we allow it to be as simple as it can be. That help? Yes. Is it is it just accepting a different level of consciousness, a different level of reality? Yeah, I would say I I would put it as it it, it's becoming more of you um, as you become more conscious. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think any of you would be on this, you know. On on Zipporah's radio show, you know, tonight, if you if this didn't spark something in you, you know, if it wasn't something that you had an ability in, you know, you just the, the show would mean nothing to you. You would forget about it. You wouldn't you wouldn't think twice about it. But you know, you wouldn't be here if this wasn't uh, an area you had an ability in. Can you give some practical examples of how to integrate this into our life in a way that's constructive, or is that too basic of a question to... No, it's not basic. I mean, it's actually a very advanced question because that's really what we get into in the classes. Um, I mean, for tonight, I mean, it's just, it's it's such a huge body of work, and um, there's so many examples, but um, I mean, kind of just like I told Eli, you know, it's integrating it into your life is sitting down and asking who is trying to communicate with you and whatever pops into your awareness is who's trying to communicate with you. And then you just have that conversation. And, um, you know, there are much more um, advanced ways of doing it and a lot of other techniques, but, but if you want to start right now, I mean, that's how you do it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, who's that other voice that was on the line? That was me, Julia. It's Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hey. Good. How are you? I'm great. Um, I So I was just wondering if you could talk about what, like, if you're not hearing words specifically when you're communicating with entities, because I, I guess what I'm saying, like for me, I'm not hearing words yet. Um, but I am like the whole time I've been on this call, I've felt like I've had vertigo. So I'm like dizzy. And so I'm just wondering if that's a topic you want to talk about, well, like how that, it shows that, up for people. 
Yeah, I mean, is that dizziness yours, or is that the the mass excitement and thrill of the entities? Yeah, I think it's a common. Yes, I think it's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I'm yeah. like so excited right now because even just your story about like the depression and all of that because it's like making a lot of things clear from my past, you know. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. What what, what was that? Um, yeah. All this time. And Absolutely. Yeah, so. um, well, it's a good question. Um, basically, entities don't really talk with words. Now, for me, and, and, and entities are going to talk to each of you differently um, because they are going to talk to you based on your filter. And the more sorry, excuse me, the more filterless you become, the easier it is on them. But let's, I mean, to become totally filterless is that, you know, you'd have to, that's a lot of no point of view. That would be a pretty amazing thing to achieve. So the fact that you are open, that you have a kindness about you, that you're willing to listen is such a joy for them. So they'll do whatever they can. They'll morph themselves to talk to you and fit your filter. Because compared to most people, you're not filtered at all. Even psychics and stuff have massive filters. So, so, um, so basically, they're going to talk to you based on you. So I'm somebody who communicating in, in like words is really easy for me. Like, you know, I've studied in the English language extensively. Um, you know, I'm a great communicator. So, so they do, and I'm really willing to trust whatever words pop in. So they do communicate with me in words a lot. Um, but they also, but it, there's so many different ways. There's energies. There's there could be images. Um, most of it is really quick. Facilitating an entity is way faster than facilitating a person. Way, way faster because they don't have a sense of time because they don't have a body anymore. And um, yeah, so they don't have a sense of time anymore since they've left. Um, so basically, they're just they're just going to be really wait really much faster, and they will just communicate with energies, and that's great. Words is actually a kind of a slower version. Um, there's no right or wrong; it's just different. But energy is is um, that's a really fast communication. Cool. Yeah. And so, for those I guess of maybe you guys I've been are, looking for words. Like I'm going, yeah. I'm getting it. You're actually not, like, I don't hear words. So. Yeah, you're like actually advanced and you're like trying to be remedial. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which we all do so much, especially as humanoids. Hi. We're like super, super powerful. Hi, who's that voice? Charlotte. This is my daughter, Charlotte. <laughs> Hi, Charlotte. I'm Julia. I'm glad that you're here. Hi. Hi. All right. All right. I'm going to mute um, you now, Charlotte. Um, this is Karen. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Yes. Karen? Yes. Yep. Go ahead. Hi, Julia. Hi. Um, so my mother passed um, last month, and um, so she's been communicating with me. But uh, what comes across is, um, is you know, how she communicates is like, 
there's sadness first. It's always like a lot of sadness first, so I know she's present. Um, and I was wondering how do I get more clear? And, and sometimes she's just, you know, is here, and I feel a strong presence. It's not, but it always begins with that sadness first. Um, yeah. But yeah, so is that... How is do that, I improve communication with her? Yeah, I mean, well... Um, uh, um, I'm like, um, um, because, like, there's so many different ways. Um, basically, sorry, there's, like, 30 answers firing off in my head right now. <laughs> basically, <laughs> I mean, well, first of all, I mean, is that your sadness or her her sadness? Probably mine. Um, it's actually, it's actually hers. You're aware of... Oh, okay. Yeah, you're aware of um, what she has going on. So um, what what is she trying to tell you? A lot of times she's just comforting me. Um, if, um, if I'm missing her, I was missing her a lot. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I've been, you know, I, I was sleeping in her bed, but that, now that's dismantled. And, uh, so yeah. I'm getting rid of her stuff and, you know, just, you know, and, and one time I actually tried to, some, a friend recommended saging my house uh, because yeah. her presence is so strong. And I kept saying, I'm not getting, trying to get rid of you, Mom. I'm not trying, as I'm saging the house. Right. Um, well, and that's just the thing. I just trying to decrease mean, it. I mean, this is this is not something I'm going to be able to handle on a radio show, but um, sure. okay, yeah, but that's okay. Um, I'll give you as much as I can. Um, number one, when somebody dies, you don't miss their being because their being is right there. You miss their mm-hmm. body, yep. and right. bodies mm-hmm. have have such a dynamic level of communication that a lot of the time we don't even realize is going on. Um, so, so when somebody dies, you know, you're really, your body is missing their body. So first of mm. all, what I would do is talk to your body because your body is an entity as well. Your being is an mm-hmm. entity and your body's an entity. So I would really talk to your body and because you're not sad, but your body is, is is missing oh. the energy and the warmth and the kindness of her body. Oh, okay. So talk to your body and just comfort it and, and let it know, you know, soothe it and pamper it and let it know that, that you know, her body is gone and, and this missing will pass and, um, you know, her being is still, is still here and, and just, you know, talk to your body. And then and then the other thing is, gosh, this is this could be like a one hour facilitation. Um <laughs> but, but basically you wanna look at at allowing her to be with you as long as she requires, but not past a point of time that's sort of not gonna create more for the both of you. So you know, so let her hang around and be with her as long as it creates more for both of you. And then there will mm-hmm. be a certain point where she has to move on and go find a new reality and a new body and a new possibility. Oh, interesting. 
So my dad's been dead for 10 years, and recently I just realized that he's here as well. Right. So, um... Oh, so, God, what is okay. it like when you have sex? Are they both just like <laughs> up on the ceiling? <laughs> that was an interesting question that I had, too. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, that's a, I mean, that becomes a huge relationship facilitation between you and your mom and your dad um, that, you know, I, I, I do hope that you take an entities class because there's so much possible with that but it's a it's a massive facilitation interesting okay well thank you julia yeah yeah you're so welcome thanks for the question i'm just gonna hop in here this is Zephora and and karen get your bars run it's amazing how much that is a relief to your body after someone's not in their body anymore it's just really that's a great point yeah Awesome. Like, like, like I get this image of, of little energy threads that connect our bodies to the bodies that we spend a lot of time around and care about, or even not care about, but just the ones we're around a lot, <laughs> and, you know, animals also. And when, they're, when that body is not animated by the being, like the, the little threads are just kind of out there waving in the wind, and they're like, wah. Totally. Awesome. And and running your bars just really moves that process along of like, oh, infinite being don't need to depend on those thread connections. Infinite being. Totally. Totally. Thank you, Zipora. Yeah. I cool. have another question if no one else does, but I don't know. Go ahead, Eli. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you could just say a few words. I know this not, uh, you can't do a long thing, but about you mentioned something about money and talking to the entities, and so I would yes. like to hear something more about that. Yes. Well, an entity, an entity is just like a person. So, um, and you know. This this goes into a whole receiving conversation, um, and it, 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 it then it starts to become the facilitation of, um, you know, are you actually demanding what you're worth in life, and are you <laughs> actually <laughs> are you actually um, a person who you know, values yourself and people just know that. Like they wouldn't even think of not paying you. They wouldn't even think of taking advantage of you. You know, they are totally honoring of you and your service and your value and your price. Or are you somebody who um, is kind of humming and hawing and, you know, even though you're like not comfortable with it, willing to give something away for free or, you know, just sort of that flipsy flopsy, I'm not really that valuable, you know, this person needs it more than me, that kind of energy. And so, um, you know, that's another byproduct of talking to entities is you have to value yourself and value what you are being if you want to get paid by the entities. You know, um, you if you are a person who has trouble charging, then then you're not really going to receive from the entities. If you if you can't receive in your life, 
receiving from entities is harder. But the good news is it's easy to change that. I mean, you, we have so many tools in access consciousness. Um, like Sephora said, getting your bars run really helps with receiving. Um, but, but basically, when you're, when you're working with entities, you just want to make it known that, that just kind of be that energy of, you know, this is who, you know, I'm providing you with something valuable and you will pay me for this. Mm-hmm. And, and entities don't really, because they don't have bodies, like, they don't really have a concept of money. Because, like, if you didn't have a body, you wouldn't need money. Like, money is for a house. Money is for a car. Those are all things that your body needs. If you just had a being, you wouldn't need a car. You would just kind of go to wherever you needed to go to. You wouldn't need, um, um, you wouldn't need a house, you know, things like that. you just be. So um, so when talking with entities, you know, you really have to demand what you're worth, but you have to know that for you, that you're worth it. Otherwise, the entities aren't even, I mean, it's just, if you're not yeah. being it, they're not going to, they're not going to pay it. It's sort of like, you know, people can only treat you the way you treat you. It's the same principle, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I understand that. And that's, that sets clearly what my challenge is. Cool. Uh, so, I mean, I know we can't get into a long thing about that, but... Well, Eli, have you read the book um, by Gary Douglas, The Gentleman's Club? No, I haven't. It's such a good book. Um, I thought it was... Uh, um, I thought Gentleman's Club was, was the one that Dane just wrote about gentlemen. Yeah, Dane just wrote a book, too. There's two books. Um, Dane has a book called The Return of the Gentleman. Yeah. And Gary has a book called The Gentleman's Club, which is based on a series of male-only access consciousness calls um, Mm -hmm. that have been transcribed into a book. And some of those clearings are, like, so powerful. They're, like, vomit-inducing because they're taking (laughs) away such stark levels of unconsciousness with regards to receiving and um, being you in the world and things like that. So I would recommend getting both of those books okay. and, and reading them. Um, if, the, if you want to give your info to Zipporah, I can send you the, the links to finding those books. Okay. She already yeah. has my info. Okay, cool. Well, we'll get in touch and I'll get those over to you because they are... Um, a very, very powerful, powerful tool. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome. Cool. So we go for an hour here, Zipporah, till the top of the hour? Yeah. Um, awesome. So we have a few more minutes. Uh, if anyone has another burning question. I have another question. I don't know if it's within the realm of this. Uh, Don't worry. There's no such thing as a stupid question, and if and <laughs> if it's not within the realm, I'll just tell you. Don't worry. Okay. Um, I've just been noticing, and it's been for a number of years, but it's come more to my conscious mind recently, like the last few days, the last few weeks, that I have a recurring theme of death in my life and loss. Death. Death, death and loss. Okay, I wasn't sure if wasn't sure if you meant like a credit card. Okay, got it. Death um, and loss. But is that connected to not 
communicating with the entities, or is that making too much of an inference? <laughs> um, is that connected to not? I mean, I would ask you, what is your capacity with the with death? Like, like, what's light for you when I ask you? Like, do you create more ease? with people who die, so they come to you before you die? Is that a capacity that you have that you maybe never acknowledged? Um, I'm confused. I'm a okay. nurse, and I work with not... Oh, my I don't gosh, work, you're a nurse. Not, you're a nurse. I'm not okay. in hospice, but I have lost patients. I yeah. have lost a patient when I was in nursing school, I mean, I've experienced death. I guess the most profound was the death of my father um, right. because I was related so, to him. So um, are, you, are you a major healer? Um, I aspire to be. I'm not no, sure I'm no, no, there no, yet. No, 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 no. When well. I ask you a question, <laughs> does it make you feel lighter? Yes. Yeah. So what if you're not aspiring to be one? What if you are one of the greatest healers on the planet currently? <laughs> and also, too, I, I sing in a chorus, and we have this website, and somebody just mentioned that a few of our chorus members, that there is an opportunity to join the hospice of Cooley Dickinson Hospital to sing to people and sing with people who are dying. And I thought, I want to do that. And I said to myself, why do I want to do that? <laughs> because you're a healer and you're one of the most dynamic ones that ever lived. <laughs> oh, thank you, Julia. Thank you. That helps a lot. That helps yeah. a lot. So like, I connect example... with these... Go ahead. I connect with these people because it's my life's mission. No. Well, that's that's where it gets sticky because it's not your life's mission because then it becomes a job rather than a gift. In Access, okay. we say you don't want to have a life's mission. You don't want to have a purpose in life. You don't want to have a goal. The only purpose in life is to have fun. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. It's much less significant. Oh, my goodness. There is a big deer walking through my backyard in the, in the darkness. Um, but you, um, oh, what a beautiful animal. And it's got the, the big horns. Um, um, so, so basically, you, you, there's no purpose in life but to have fun. And, and if you are a great healer, you, you, you always will create these situations and bring these situations into your life so that you can use your capacity. But like, oh, we're just, we're so not taught what we are. You know, like, okay. nobody, nobody in your life has had the ability to say to you, you're an amazing healer. And it's hard to acknowledge what you are if somebody else doesn't acknowledge it. Right. Because there's and just I no think, reference point. I seem to be drawn to energies and transitions. I've also been a midwife. So I like coming and going. <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry for being so blunt. <laughs> but yeah. 
That's oh, what I'm attracted to. Exactly. I love it. No, I'm the same way. I'm very blunt. I have no fear of death. Like, you know, I could die tomorrow. I could, whatever. Like, it's just, because there is no start or stop. It's just a body, you know, it's just a body. And your being is just, is going to move and, and become something different. And, and I don't have any, even really a concept of death. Like, I can't remember when people died, you know, um, like all kinds of like it's just it's not even really a, it's not to me the way it is to other people it doesn't exist for me um and but also you know as a healer you also a lot of us are sexual healers too and this is just a side note just for everyone's information a lot of us are sexual healers and so when you're a sexual healer you'll find somebody who's really messed up to have sex with so that you can heal them so you also want to look at where you are hurting yourself with your healing abilities, um, especially when you haven't fully acknowledged that you have them. Like, you know, a lot of people become very drained if they're healers because they're, they're healing, but they're not actually willing to receive, you know, like we were talking about with Eli. You have to be willing to fill your cup up if you're going to heal. So if you're you a healer who's not to receiving, what? it's gonna you have to be willing to fill your cup up metaphorically so fill to your speak. cup up okay you know what i mean like cup like you know if, if you fill up your cup your cup will overflow you know to others you know but if you're not actually receiving um then healing really is not it hurts and it it drains you and it wears on you but if you are fully acknowledging your healing ability and you're willing to receive the nurturance of everything around you, then you being a healer is one of the greatest gifts on the planet. That's good. That's wonderful. Yeah. And and that's something you really want to continue to to look at and explore is is just you know, asking the question of the universe. Just ask like what else do I know about healing that I haven't acknowledged? Okay. And the universe will bring you amazing, amazing gifts. Oh, that's awesome. It makes me feel not only lighter, but my whole body is tingling. <laughs> exactly. It's like, finally, somebody sees me and she's willing to see me. <laughs> you know, it, when you're willing to see you, uh, everything just becomes magical and dynamic and tingly and better. Oh, that's so awesome, Julia. Thank you. You're so, so welcome. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sephora, for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming. It was a great call, and um, I'll be sending out the recording. And um, do you want to just briefly, or you or Sarah, talk about the class you're doing in Portland, Maine? Yeah, I've never been to Maine. I've been to, I'm from Canada originally. I live in South Carolina now. And uh, I kept like asking the universe, like, what would it take for me to go to New England and, and <laughs> for me to go to the, to the, to the northern East Coast? And I kept asking. And then Sarah approached me at a, 
at a access class and and all of a sudden oh she was from New England and she wanted to have me come do a class and I was like yes thanks universe and because I have such an affinity with the ocean and ships and my house is decorated New England style and I always wanted one of those big white houses and even though I live in the south I have this big white you know New England house and like I, I just absolutely love that energy I'm like drawn to like ships in a bottle and like like anything nautical and Cape Cod and like just all that energy is like oh it's like one of my favorite energies in the world and I have such a I'm so drawn to it so and then combining that with entities is like over the moon for me and all those shipwrecks and entities lost at sea and there's just so it's I'm so looking forward to to working with all that and and to coming to Maine for the first time I've been I've been asking for this for a while so really really looking forward to it and if people want to find me um, well first of all um, you can go to juliasotis.com which is my kind of my main website and then um, which is J U L I A S O T as in Tango A S as in Sam dot com. And um all my classes and events are listed on there. And then I also have a page on the Access Consciousness website, um, which is where you'll register for the access class for the talk to the entities class. But yes, I'm coming for an intro night, so you can just take my intro night. Um it's a uh, a very very dynamic um, two and a half hour class. Uh, it's one hundred and fifty dollars, so it, you know it's an investment. You have to really want to come strong and ready for the tools. And then the two day class is a thousand dollars, which is also an investment, but actually it's pretty cheap for what you get. Um, so um, those are the classes that I have, and and they're really really um, you know to come um, ready to to dynamically shift this area of your life and get a vast education on entities and how to communicate with them. So thank you guys for being on tonight. I am so grateful. And uh, I hope to meet you all in person. Thank you so much, Mm, Julia. Thank you. And thank you, Sephora. Thanks, Sephora. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks so much, Zipporah. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, good night, everyone. All right. Good night. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night, Julia. Good night. Thank you, Zipporah.